Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Combo number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. And I heard about this because I haven't been at the games for a while, but I've heard that there's a thing of, I smell a rat colony. Squeen McGee getting caught up on the meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. Sorry, folks, he had to step away to take care of the child he has with Alara. Blasted! Five colors. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to your number 12 source of Magic the Gathering news. We are excited to be nominated for an Emmy Kroll. One could hope. Yeah, baby! It's, it's in here! This is the one! It's the one! We're going to start off the top of the cast with the latest in Carnage that ensued with games on Sunday with 49 in a dash. I want to talk about one of the most explosive board states I've ever had in the game of Magic. So I was playing my Kalia deck. At wow, the- really? Oh, yeah, last man. Pass, it, on rotation. It so much also, jazzing out creatures. There you go. Uh, at the alert. At the end of my turn two, I had an Amulet of Vigor. Rockstar and Kalia. So if you guys aren't familiar with Amulet yeah. Vigor, whenever a permanent oh, enters the battlefield under your control, it uh, it, it, uh, if it was to come in tapped, it comes in untapped. And Kalia, whenever she attacks, you can put an angel, demon, or dragon from your hand tapped and attacking. So basically, you have this thing enter the battlefield untapped and attacking. Bonkers. Yeah, vigilance, yeah. Chromatic Lantern. Mana Crypt. Oof. Won the flips, by the way. Mm-hmm. You won all of them? Just, I think I lost oh, one. Yeah. Wow. It, it was, I was on it fire. Was I was on fire. <laughs> Badlands, Isolated Chapel, and your girl Kalia at the end of turn two. Holy shit. Yet every turn after that, I couldn't draw a single effing creature. Are you serious? And I ended up, <laughs> and I ended up just getting hated out of the game. What? Oh, I mean, it, it took him like six or seven turns, and I had nothing. You had not a single Kalia trigger. I had, I had the first two. I think you had the first trigger, because you attacked me. I got what, like volcanic draggers? It was a 5-5 five, five flyer. It was a 5, okay, day. so I got a 5-5 five, well, five five flyer That narrows out. it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did, I did end up getting that guy that when he deals damage, uh, your left toe goes to one. The first strike guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Master of Cruelties. Yes, that's the one. So I did have Demon. him in hand, but everyone had blockers. And I was like, this is stupid. Like, if I just play him. I think even at one point, I even had the card to where I could just pay four or six and just put it from my put anything from yeah, my hand yeah, on yeah, the battlefield. Quicksilver? Quicksilver? Yeah, yeah, Quicksilver Amulet. Uh, yeah, no, I just had the sweetest turn two ever. More expensive than everyone's decks on the thing between Mana Crypt and Badlands. <laughs> well, that, I mean, but like, that's like, the way you're describing it, that's like your whole opener, pretty much, right? Yeah, I, th- oh, I think he was I, up and running like turn two or three. It yeah, I want to say I drew into Lantern. Mm, I drew I into Lantern because yeah. uh, I turn one went land. Uh, I actually I didn't even cast Crypt on turn one because it was a zero and I didn't need it. Right. I just went land uh, Amulet of Vigor turn two, then I kind of just started yeah, vomiting yeah, yeah. out everything. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, even, it was, the, it was even, the jazz, even the jazz couldn't help me. Dude, you, I huh? could not. Jazz <laughs> could not help me. Yeah. He, he had three people hating hard. Oof. Yep. Uh, as, as, you, as you should. You're like heavy as a head where it's a crowd, baby. <laughs> so, what kind of game did uh, you incur on Sunday? So first I want to mention that I walked in on a current game that was going on with Dan. Shout out, Dan. Creating a 400-400 creature what? that had lifelink, he was about to swing out, kill people, was going to gain 400 life, and then what did he play? 
Sudden spoiling. Ooh. Oh, Ian, Ian came out <laughs> Ian of the ether? Wow. He's sudden spoiled. Turned it into a 0-2, and then it got hated off the board. Yeah, because he, oh, he was swinging glorious. at me to kill me. And Ian was just like... I don't think so. Yeah, and, and the whole, <laughs> only reason he did it is because he put Loxodon Warhammer on it to give it the life, the life link. link yeah. If he hadn't done that, Ian was like, oh, I probably would have let you die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, it was it was intense. Good work, so, Mr. McGill. That's what I walked in on, and it took roughly an hour Because it was his coin flip deck, and he won... Like eight coin flips in a row for Ocon. Is it? Is it? Uh, is it? Yeah. Coin flip, bastard. Still my idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's had that for a while. I don't like the coin that he's using. Sorry, Dan. It's kind of hard to see. It's like this gunmetal color, and both sides kind of look alike. A little suspicious. So he just like slipping. It's just like, whatever, man. So, well, I would ask uh, Big Tug if he's played any games, but you don't come to Magic anymore. You just only podcast about worry, a Tug. hobby you don't do. Game. Just I, I show can cover like for insert, Big insert crickets here, and yeah, it's been. I th- I honestly think with this Sunday, it's been a month. Easily. So I'm. Yeah. S- I can't help no it. No it's way. not my I'll fault. I'll fill in for you. I got okay, next game. You're going hunting. Of it's course, it's fun. your fault. So the other game that I have is uh, Kokoshu came in, drew out of hand one land. So I had to draw down to six cards to get a hand that was worthwhile. Still only had one swamp in hand at the beginning, and Kokoshu cost six. That deck doesn't have a lot of mana because It's cheap. So I sat tight for you know a while. Of course. <laughs> did you have the while, Did you have the box? No, 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 no. Oh, Wrong deck. Different, different, different deck. Yeah, but sit tight, sit tight beats yeah. any deck. It's, yeah, yeah, uh, you know what you need to do is you need to get one of those like Burger King like paper crowns. Oh, and oh yeah, that's but have it be yeah. sit tight. Or one, or one of those things where it's like it's you like put on your desk. My name and you, is and sit you can, tight. Well, you can, like put on your desk. It's like a little flip card, and it says like I'm out to lunch or like in a meeting. And it just says sit tight. So yeah, I was playing against Glissa, Gerard, and Estrid. That was the board state, and it ended up getting to a point where I had built up enough mana, and I had, I'd say, five different graveyard recursions mm-hmm. to the battlefield, and or to my hand that I could get sure. Kokoshi back on the board. Dan stole a turn of mine. Oh, that's on right. The, on the turn that he stole, he was so close to being dead, he played the turn in my favor, and ended up using the two cards that he drew off of <laughs> Davis's deck, was allowing everybody to draw two cards... Drew another graveyard recursion as well as a sacrifice. So just put it on the battlefield. <laughs> put Brood on it. So he played Alter of the Brood, played Kokoshu, sacked it to it immediately, and pretty well wiped out the whole board and Kokoshu wrecked for the rest of the game. It nice. was gorgeous. So, Dan, so thank, thank you for the assist. Thank you for the assist. What a dick. <laughs> well, guys, that's going to cover 40 Life in a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? Today, we want to chat about a mystery that has been unveiled, the Mystery Boosters. Um, MTG Richmond just happened, so this will be like a week old by the time this comes out uh, that it would have just ended. But, you know, the Mystery Boosters were this mysterious black booster pack that they've been talking about for like a month, month and a half. Uh, Kept saying, oh, it's going to premiere at MTG Richmond. It's going to be this premiere experience. It's going to be a chaos draft. Uh, some people started to think, hey, this may be our Pioneer boosters, because Ooh, Pioneer got announced sure, soon afterwards. Uh, some people thought that it was just crap boosters that no one wanted to buy. Uh, turns out, these things were fantastic. Holy <laughs> shit. So, uh, one of what we wanted to do is talk about some notable cards that were reprinted. Not how they necessarily impact EDH, but just, hey, here's some notable cards. Did it cause prices to go up or down on the existing cards? And are these relevant to EDH? And then finally, where will these be available? So, I was going to say, can you give me, for someone who's been out of the game for a while now, 
What exactly are these things? So literally a black booster pack, uh, 15 cards. And how do you get them? So you right now can only get them at the convention. Okay. So, uh, and we'll get to how you can get them and all that stuff in a little bit because it's actually going to be slightly different too come this spring. Mm -hmm. So okay. currently right now though, there are 15 cards in a booster pack. Mm -hmm. 14 of them are notable, not even notable reprints, chaos reprints. Mm -hmm. yep. And then there is one card that is a play test card that was actually made at Wizards that they never even made into real cards. Wait, is this those ones? Is this, are those the those ones like that you keep fucking weird ones that, that are like almost black like and it's white? A sticker over yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's actually, from what I've understood, it's not a sticker. It's actually printed on the card. Oh, like that's where all those came from. Okay. Yes. So, and, and, you know, basically these were test cards that Wizards never made. Like one of them, Gavin, they actually created a card because I guess he went on vacation and tried to climb a volcano. Uh, which that sounds crazy, yeah. but I, they're not that big of a deal. But I guess he fell down it, and so everyone's like, "Oh, we should create a volcano card with you falling down it." They actually did at one point; <laughs> they just never printed it. Huh? Okay. It, it shows a volcano, shows yeah. a stick figure falling Fall down. down. Going, ah! <laughs> uh, so that's basically what these are in. You could get them at Magic Fest. They said select, I believe, but we're going to, or I'm going to Magic Fest OKC at least, um, and I know that they're going to be available there. Get this big tuck for the on-demand events, 25 bucks, and you get to do one of these chaos drafts. And when you hear about the cards that are in here, you're gonna jizz oh, yourself. so many. So that's basically what it is. Uh, they're only gonna be at the convention editions right now. Here's some notable reprints. Mana Crypt, mm. Eternal Masters, yep. Bloomtender, Eventide, oh. yep. uh, Expropriate, yep. Teferi's Protection. Keep them going. Silvala, mm -hmm. Reese the Redeemed. Hey Demonic Tutor, uh, Recruiter of the Guard, Perforos, Queen Marchesa, Elish Norn, Ristic Study, Carpet of Flowers, Teferi Temporal Archmage, Collective Brutality, Marin, Defense of the Heart, Animar. You could do this for days. Aura Shards. Wait. Uh, and uh, Kiki Jiki. Yeah, so, so what, 1,630? So, no, I'm gonna interrupt you again. Temporal Mastery. <laughs> Wait, what? Eureka. There's 1,634 reprints. Lotus Petal. Ancient Ziggurat, Gitrog Monster, this Chromatic is Star, Chromatic Lantern, I've seen in Lightning so Graves, Exsanguinate, Wheel of Fate, Runescarred Demon. I'm looking at one Animate Dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, it's everything. But, like, very, okay, are these like normal packs where you get one rare and the rest, or no? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. I would guess yes. Okay. To where it is still organized that way, because these are still on cut sheets. Yeah, because there's, well, and there's also, I, I'm, I, like quickly I'm looking here, there's 17 pages of these. So those are some of the notable ones in there. Hearing some of those cards, what are your guys' thoughts? Not necessarily to EDH, we'll get to that later. Just overall in Magic, are these reprints exciting to you? I believe they are exciting. They have some mana rocks in there. They have some cards that haven't been reprinted or haven't been reprinted much for that matter. Sure. You know I gotta shout out my boy Reese the Redeemed. I've been hanging <laughs> on to that card for so long. I told you last week they were gonna reprint it. But you said that in Commander Legends. That is correct. Which is not that true. That is correct. It was a different set, but he's back. I love gonna, it. I think this is fucking sweet. I'm not gonna dive into the EDH implications, but I will say, what this reads to me is not mystery boosters, it reads EDH boosters. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I, a bunch of those cards I read are EDH staples. Demonic Tutor, that's an EDH staple. Yeah, right. Protection, staple. Expropriate, staple. Bloom Tender, staple. Mana Crypt, staple. Perforos, arguably a red staple. Ristic Study, staple. Um, there's a ton of staples in here that are very expensive. And we're not talking hundreds of dollars. There is one Mana Crypt, but a lot yeah. of them are under 50. And those, when you have a 99 card singleton deck, 
it adds up when you have to buy several 20 30 40 50 dollar cards mm -hmm. yeah I, but like i'm also seeing things where it's like reclaim which is a card that you and i have talked to or so i guess it's really going to determine for me in it's terms chaos of how, it's random yeah so that that's like the thing or it's like i love you're, it you're still playing into the booster game right where it's like how i i don't know as someone who's got burned by modern horizons <laughs> boosters literally yesterday i I guess it just depends on like what the drop is on these. And it's like if each one of them, so like every almost every car you've talked about has been a rare. We're putting Ristic Study in these decks as a common. I'd be like, I'm gonna buy every single one I could possibly get my hands on, right? <laughs> but like again, it's like I'm I'm looking at some of the stuff where it's like Samit's Ristic Sprint. Study isn't here as a common. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, I guess for me to be if you think it's gonna be in the common slot. That's why that's what I mean. It's yeah. like if it's gonna I think it is because you gotta remember Wizards is not the do, secondary yeah. market. Right. Wizards is the primary yeah. market. Um just because a card is an uncommon oh like like we talked about uh last podcast about how Ashiok yeah, and, the, the uh, shit, and, and yeah. are just wrecking at mm -hmm. uncommon a war of the spark. Are they hard to find? No. No. That they're everywhere, and so I think these are going to be everywhere as well. And so, I like their. So I think maybe to counter your point a little bit too, they're building this around drafting as well. Draft, yeah. Because this is going to be. This would make this sound like a really fun. This does sound like a really fun draft. What just like looking at all this stuff. Set. Yeah, and, and when you, you can use a lot of that stuff in your EDH mm -hmm. decks after you draft. And here's it. the fun thing: when you do this at the Magic Fest, you get that playtest card as well. And that's being that's usable in the draft. Oh, it's not just some <laughs> random thing. There's okay, one that's yeah, a, yeah. there's a black instant that just says you lose the game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I think this is a very exciting thing. Um, I hope it's something that it's like a once a decade. I don't want this to be a reoccurring yeah, right, thing yeah, yeah. every single year. You can't year. reprint yeah, sixteen hundred cards. Ru it kind of ruins it like that. So but, yeah, no. This but it's is super a, exciting. There's so many good cards in that. Yeah, list. I mean, Lotus I'm, Petal. I'm that's so pretty sweet. So it. yeah, I mean, again, I, I it, the only thing that I care about is. Prices. Prices. Sure. What's in the decks? Well, you know what? That's a great segue, Big Tuck. Now well, let's get are. on to how is this going to affect prices. Now, obviously, I'm not going to spend the next four hours uh, auctioneering, auctioneering type saying every single price and if it's gone up or down from the original. I just picked out a few, notable few, and I think you guys are all going to be very disappointed. Mana Crypt. The exact same. They. This is the exact same price as the original, and the original has not dropped in price. Right. Now, uh, well, actually, before I get into this, I will say as a disclaimer, only one Magic Fest has happened with these. Sure. So right. I don't think it, we know how could, many possibilities mm, you it have. It could in these change packs. going down the line. Is it a one in sixteen hundred chance, or yeah, are yeah. you getting more chances than so, that? So another one, Bloom Tender. Uh, this edition is actually a couple bucks more than the original. But here's the reason: is all of these will have a special stamp right, in the bottom, on the bottom left, left. Yeah. to kind of designate mm -hmm. that it is a mystery booster edition. And so another one is going to be Teferi's Protection. This edition's a couple bucks more. Mm -hmm. Ristic Study, a dollar more. You know, and like I said, they haven't been cracked enough, but I don't think this is going to drive the existing market down. I think this is just a fun way to have a very exciting draft experience, and maybe you'll get one of these, like, bomb cards. Right. And you know what? I think at Magic Fest OKC, I will probably do four on-demand total events. How much? And how much do you say the... On demand, twenty five bucks, twenty five, and okay. that's three packs. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, okay. So the way I, here's how I, here's how I think about it, like from that perspective, it's like I remember when we were at MT, and we only went for really like a day and a half at uh, MTG Fest sure. in City, and like knowing what I know now, especially where we can like hand stuff out, and you know, like I said, had these bounty cards with our with our faces on it. I think I would be there for longer. That being said, there is a there was a point where it's like. 
I can't play another commander game. Like I literally, I literally can't. Yeah. I've been doing too much of it. I don't care if I brought six decks or forty. I need to do something else. It'd be nice to be like, I don't want to do a normal draft where like someone knows the meta. Because mm-hmm. I remember I did that one time, I paid twenty bucks and got fucking wrecked the first yeah. turn. It went like. Oh, two and out. Right? Now, I will say, though, you know that already exists. They have chaos drafts. Yeah, sure. So I did that at Vegas just to kill time. Right. I was like, I needed 40 more ticks to get a Savannah uh-huh. for my prizes. And that was fun because sure. you can't pick the meta. But I agree. This. Oh, man. If you're like, Such oh, a you, cool drift. Well, especially Such if it's like, cool if Lotus, especially, and again, it depends on sword. If they have Rhystic Study at common and Lotus Petal at uncommon, it's like, yeah, okay. I'll open, I'll open a few bo- boosters and just make my money back on two cards. Sure. Or one card. Well, with 1,700 reprints, it's not the only uncommon in right. common. Right, but I'm just yeah. saying where it's like, you know, I, I don't know. But, I, but here's what I like about this, guys. If you've ever been to a Magic Fest, one of the things that sucks the most is if you carpooled there, you're done, but someone else still has an event mm-hmm. they have to finish, and mm-hmm. you're like, well, I don't have enough time to actually start a new game. With these being on demand, you literally just walk up to the counter, here's my $25, yeah, and they just and find they, four they, people. They and you have it, yeah. to imagine that people are going to be lining up to do oh, this. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know what? I get it. The prices haven't plummeted. They haven't dropped even a little bit. These are even worth more money. But I'm okay with that. I like it for the randomness, so. like we talked about with Battle of Zendikar and those type of, you know. Sure. Super you could get the unicorn expedition. It's not like you have to go buy the mythic edition booster box to get any yeah. of these things and, I think and again it's, it's like if you set a budget like we talked about months yeah, literally months, months ago months. where it's like if if you go Many there and you're moons. like I have, I have this budget right i've got all the cards i want i have i have already budgeted 25 extra dollars yep. i got some time to kill that's fire away these straps just want to see what happens and then yeah. you open your like pack one pick one mana crypt and you're like i'm just gonna take this and, <laughs> and i'm just gonna walk away yeah, and, I'll, and we'll be when we're done here uh okay cool well the next thing we want to talk about and hit home with is are these reprints, I know we got a few bombs, but are these reprints as a whole relevant to EDH? You know, is this something that uh, a, a lot of cards you'd be like, you know what, I wouldn't be too upset by that. I will say I was a little overwhelmed when the list came out. That is a daunting thing to look yeah, through. And they put dangerous. it out in roughly like two column Excel spreadsheet form. Yeah, it's, it's so horrendous. It was, it was rough to see, but no, I think a lot of them are going to be great for EDH. And just having more of them available. And like I talked about just a minute ago, being able to do a draft with cards that you can then utilize immediately in your current deck set that you have in EDH mm-hmm. is really cool. I don't see a lot of that. Usually draft cards you, you, we talk about as draft fodder. You mm-hmm. build up this stack yeah. of 500 commons, uncommons, and a lot of rares that aren't any good for anything else outside of that. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, honestly, I like. I'm now I'm doing the the okay. Only look at uncommons and commons. You know, try to be realistic here, Miss uh, Mr. Combo. And I mean, Path to Exiles in this. Yeah, it's great. Umbra Mantle. Yeah. is in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the eight like I mentioned earlier, Ancient Ziggurat. That's an uncommon. That's in here as well. Triumph of the Hordes mm-hmm. is in here as well. Shout out, Tice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, drink it up. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Shattering Spree, Ewit. There's a lot of good cards in here. Field of Ruin. Oh, yeah. So, uh, heck, they even put Soul Ring in here, because why not? <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. Because if you're not like me and already don't own 43 co- copies of it, you can always get a spare, <laughs> I guess. So, yeah, I, I think they're... I think more I think often this seems, or not... This seems, like, this seems like the best, like... I, I just saw, like, I'm just going through this. Grass with Fate, which we just talked about a couple weeks ago. It's yep. a Grave Titan. Um you know, go for the throat. That's an that's an uncommon. So yeah, like I don't see 
again, I don't know enough about this, but like I don't see this making a huge impact on the prices of these cards. Correct. It's more of just like you're it's like fun. gambling, right? Like I'm not yeah. gonna spend twenty five dollars and worst case scenario, you have a fun draft. Best case scenario, you pull one of these monsters and I uh, go to town. This is the first time that I've, in the last couple of years, seen Wizards come out and put out something that looks like it's purely for fun. Mm -hmm. It's not dedicated to one style of play Mm -hmm. or one meta. It's just fun. And I lied. You may or may not get your money back. I lied earlier. (gasps) So the way it actually works is each of the 14 booster slots, not counting the 15th slot, which right now is that special unreleased card, Mm -hmm. from the main set of 1,694 cards... Each booster slot has its own sheet of 121 possible cards. Oh, that's really cool. So you could... So there's the, 14, the lucky, 128 different yeah, blocks that yeah. you can get out of. And so in theory, you could get all mythics, all rares, <laughs> uh, all commons. It's oh, just completely random. God. And basically, oh, it even better. G- Gavin basically announced that the theory behind this is that you could do a four-person draft and no one would have, no one would see the same single card. Oh in, in yeah, I remember reading awesome. about that. Yeah. hundred so percent cool. random. It's very, I like, very again, cool. like I don't think this is gonna affect card prices, but I do like this as something to do at these at these events while you're trying yeah. to burn some time. And maybe you yeah. know, like I said, you pull the slot machine and you get something monster. Well, I think that wraps up our thoughts on if this is gonna be cool for EDH. Now we're gonna go to how can you get these things? Because uh, right now it's only available at Magic Fest, mm-hmm. but it has been announced starting March 2020. Your local LGS will have these. The year of Commander. Yeah, <laughs> you can do it. Jeez, Louise. But there is a caveat. The ones you're getting at Magic Fest are the convention editions that that 15th slot has that special test sure. card. Mm-hmm. Moving into your LGSs, that will be replaced with a foil card instead. I'm okay with Is that. Isn't that just better? Actually, a lot of collectors are paying oh. buku dollars yeah. for these test cards. No, I'm really? okay with it, though. For uh, useful, yeah. useful type of stuff, I think that's okay. So, you know. And uh, I think you should get an extra bonus if you actually go to the Magic Fest and like participate in those events. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, I, I don't think it'll be something that'll drive me to go to an LGS to do a draft for this, you know, the mystery boosters, but I would say this, it'd be kind of cool if they had a mystery booster booster box. Oh, oh my God. God. hundred bucks. Oh. That'd be kind of fun. I'd take it in a heartbeat just for the fun. It would either be super sad or amazing. Yeah, you just get like six of only common. <laughs> we'll get two Jeez. boxes. We'll post one happy video, yeah. one sad video with tears and tissues. Yeah. Weird. So. This is a weird one, man. I, I don't it. know. It's I'm like, so excited. I, this, is, yeah. this is it. This is chaos. This is beautiful. Yeah. It's like you can't be upset when you got seven. I want to know what that math is. 121 times 121 times 121 times 121. What's that factorial that your hand and everything's going to be different than the next person? Man, that's what's, that's, that's crazy. Man. That's, that's between yeah. you and God, dude. I can't <laughs> figure that I can't figure that one out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up what's going on in your local multiverse with What's the Plane Chase? Now in the last segment, Squee dives into those creative juices with The Weatherland Welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 4. I'm Squee McGee. Today we're dreaming big, we're flying high, we got a legendary dragon. It's time to murder the CMC stat book with Intet the Dreamer. Yeah. Intet the Dreamer is a 6-6 legendary Tamir dragon for three colorless, a blue, a green, and a red. He reads, flying, whenever Intet the Dreamer deals combat damage to a player, you may pay two and a blue. If you do, exile the top card of your library face down. You may look at that card as long as it remains exiled. You may play that card without paying its mana cost for as long as Intet remains on the battlefield. Yep. 
Oh, he's sure. expensive. Yeah, he's this a big is, boy. This, you better you better have a, you better have done your research here, Squee. Because he's this like is, the, all four cards are. This is a ramp card. This yeah, is a ramp yeah, card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of a card called Rampant Growth? Seems like it'd be really good. Now, Squee, I will give you credit, but this was one of the original dragons that inspired the EDH game. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, he only really? has 193 yes. decks too. So a lot of, a lot of people think me. a lot of people think it was the original ones from uh, antiquities or whatever. But it was actually this block of dragons from Planner Chaos that started being the Elder Dragon Highlander. That's very. cool. I did not know that because I yes. definitely thought it was the old antiquities. No, nope, it was one. this one. It, right, it was right around the time when these first start when these ones came out. Um, I think I can't remember another one off the head. Bolus is out. Um, Arcade. Ah, gosh, I can't remember. But there's so there's a bunch of these ones that all of them have three colors, and when they deal combat damage, like um, Rith the Awakener is another one that's one of mm-hmm. the original ones mm-hmm. as well. Um, three colored dragons that all have an ability when they deal damage, you pay two colorless and one of those three colors for this ability. That's super so cool. I didn't deep, know that deep, about yep, it. I didn't know a, it had the lore. I just picked cut. it because there's really? uh, I think a hundred. I mean, because decks. this card was printed, it looks like in. Tw- or maybe that's only as far back as the data goes. When was the, well, when it's printed Planet Chaos. When does Planet Chaos come out? 19... 20, 2007? 2000, I bet Commander's been around since the late 90s, early 2000s, I thought. I don't early think so. 2000s, I, think, I, think it, I think it was around here. Hmm. So anyways, I mean, continue, I mean, continue to regale us. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't know about the lore. It's super cool. He has 193 decks, so obviously with the backstory, you'd sure. think he'd have a few more, but... You know, he, he was the spark. He wasn't the feel. Anyways, so the first card I want to talk about is going to be Karn's Temporal Sundering. Oof. So, yep. Yeah. It's a legendary sorcery, which is a really cool card type. You don't see him very often. Uh, for four colorless and two blue, it reads, target player takes an extra turn after Yay! this one. Yes. Turn up to one target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Exile Karn's Temporal Sundering. I thought Mr. Combo would like this. Yes. I also thought Big Tuck would I, like I this. I have a huge, 71 huge fan cents of this. for an yes. extra turn. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. That's and if you want to pay card. the big bucks for it, you can pay $3 for the bonus one. Uh, Karn's, I think, is this is kind of a sleeper. Um, a lot of times, there's decks where they want the return. Like, So most people just see this as a budget time walk, right? You pay one Correct. more mana, yep. you get the extra turn. However, there are certain things where if you can bounce a permanent to your hand and then cu- and then get it back to the field, I've seen this before where someone will do this with like an Archaeomancer, mm-hmm. put the Archaeomancer back to hand, play this, get another spell out of their graveyard, and go off to the races there. No, no it's so. great for this because this deck is going to be kind of dragon sub theme. Sure. You're going to have, like I said with the CMC, the goal here is to have as many ridiculously large, expensive, powerful cards that you can with enter the battlefield effects, that type of stuff. So I, you could either use it... That way you could use it too, and it's it's target, so you can use it on other people's board states as well if you'd like. Love it. Um, so yeah, you don't have to sit there and just deal with your own board. You can mess with somebody else if they're wrecking the game, bring stuff back in. Love it. Yep. I, and you can and you can always bounce someone else's or your own. So correct. And, and for those playing the home game, so on a legendary sorcery, First you strength. have to have a legendary <laughs> out on the battlefield correct. in order to mm-hmm. use this. Correct. Um, so it is it is making sure that you have intent on the field when you're using this spell, but. For 71 cents and getting an extra turn and bouncing a non-land permanent, that's great. So, and to get to our last point, I just looked into some archives. 2009, Channel Fireball, Introduction to Elder Dragon Highlander. You about to get, you ready to get schooled? I'm Uh I'm willing. All right. So, dating July 1996. 
Elder Dragon Legend Wars by Jesus M. Lopez. Jesus! <laughs> I believe so, that might be Jesus. And it's literally the tournament magic, while exciting, is so cutthroat that the visual sure. aspect of seeing beautiful cards and plays diminish. In Elder Dragon Legend Wars, armies have time to assemble, powerful mm. creatures abound, and here's the basic rules. Three or more players recommended. Sure. Choose at random an Elder Dragon, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But what? which ones were printed then? Uh, that would have been the Antiquities the, one. Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't the planar ones? Planar. Or the Envision? Uh, well, we just talked about Planar Chaos came out in 2007. What about Invasion? Mm. Now, see, see, now we're, we're in a measuring contest <laughs> here. Everybody, uh, invasion, whip them out, see what you got. See what you got. Uh, invasion, September 2000. Ah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it anyways just to help you out. Antiquities. Oh, yeah, that was printed in, like, 1995. I love what I've done here. I didn't expect this. You, you created, yeah. you created 1994. Ah. Get your shit right! <laughs> I can't be, I can't be right 100% of the set. time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically it had it all in there. Um, oh, wow. Players in... Oh, because it used to be a 60-card minimum deck. Players start with 25 life. Oh. Players begin play with each one of each land, land type, type already in play. Um, no Ooh, more man. than one of each spell may be included in a deck. I don't know if I can give We're, this to you on EDH. That just doesn't, oh, that doesn't yeah, quite fit the bill. Uh, we've played free-for-all, attack left, and temporary teams, where as soon as one team lost, the temporary alliance would dissolve, and then the remaining two players would battle it out. So, you got to the top of the fence, there's some barbed wire. I'm not yep, sure there we go. over that one. That was the original, <laughs> 1996. Okay. Well, all right. Well, you, I, you, I'd say it's still up. You, you did. You did it. Okay. Well so, done. I mean, it was probably brought to light by Sheldon in the Pro Tour League in the mid-2000s uh, with probably him using one of those dragons. Sure. But yeah, it was the Antiquity Dragons that started it all. Well, there you are. Kids, here's your history lessons for the yes. day. You've now learned about the last 25 <laughs> years of Magic the Gathering. Okay, <laughs> moving, on, moving on to card number two, Squee. All right, so second card I want to talk about, you've probably heard. It's a dinosaur. It's a 10-10. It's Apex Ultasaur. He's a 10-10 dinosaur for seven colorless and a green. That's cool. Oh. <laughs> He's expensive. So, when Apex Ultasaur enters the battlefield, queuing back to the last card we just talked about, sure. it fights up to one target creature you don't control. Yep. In Rage, whenever Apex Ultasaur is dealt damage, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. Oh, okay. So you got a 10-10 beater that doesn't really have to do anything but fight. It's pretty dang simple. He's expensive, but you can use the commander. If you're going to be top decking in exile and you don't mm -hmm. have to pay out that mana, since you have green available in the deck just in case you have some ramp available as well, I think he's super cool. Sure. It's a big-ass beater. He's going to go out there. He's going to wreck most any creature that comes onto yeah. the board other than a few Eldrazi and other shenanigans with counters and that type of thing. Yeah, you know, the nice thing about him is he can be a... Um... <sighs> he's like almost like... A, he can almost be a board wipe. Yeah, right? like, if correct. you want to. Or you yeah. get him down to one... And then let his damage counter reset. Right. So yeah, you know it, it's it's good. It's cute. And, and again, it's like up to it's always up to one. So you mm -hmm. can always yeah. be like, okay, I'm yeah. sniping off. I'm sniping off all these guys. He's a ten one right now. Yeah, let's wait past turn. Well, and the nice thing is that you're in red, so you can play a lot of those effects that just ping each creature for one damage. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like, ooh, I need to do right. this again. I'm gonna do this thing to ping him for one, so I could enrage him, and he'll yes. just start beating everything. Yes, and then I'll stop again, and then when damage resets, I'll do it again. Yep. He yep. could almost be a board wipe if you could figure out how to do those kind of rude Goldberg machines. Hey, we just talked. About, imagine 
Pairing that with Karn's temporal sundering. Yep, bounce he back, bounces put off, back he up. loses all the damage, he comes right back on, he fights another person. Well, you'd have to cast him for the 9 or 10. Oh, it's fine. It's nine. Nine. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're running green. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> we, got, we got all sorts of mana, but I thought this would be fun. I like dinosaurs. I'd like to see them. Also, this is that. a pricey one for you, Squee. Four right? bucks. I know, right? Was... I'm showing two ninety nine at Card Kingdom. What? Well... Take that two ninety nine, then don't pay four dollars. Now this, yeah, he's a little expensive, but I had to stretch to get this giant ass dino on the field. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yep. All right, what's the, the next big, card? So again. Next one I want to talk about is Clone Legion. It's a oh. sorcery for seven colorless and a blue. There's yes. going to be a theme here. Everything's very expensive. So it reads: for each creature target player controls, create a token that's a copy of that creature. That just screams, mm-hmm. yes. McGee. Yeah. And then after you do it, you sit tight. You knew I'd find yep. a way to get tokens in here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll play him. I'll sit tight for at least twelve turns. I won't Gosh. hit anybody. No, I think this is really cool because you get to use it situationally. If you have your commander out and you exile it, you can do that for eight mana. It's it's in a yeah. pinch. You'll be all right. But So the whole theme of this deck is to have things that you can exile out. And the next card I'm going to talk about will show you how to get some more of these big creatures and that type of stuff right. onto the board. But, you know, I like it. You can exile anything large, put it out to the side. Nobody really mm-hmm. knows what's going on with that card. And then you can play all of these things just depending on what they are. There's a lot right. of big bad sorceries. You can have instants, and one of the yeah, things I, like I haven't it. talked about yet on this, put counterspells in here like crazy. Mm-hmm. Every counterspell you flip over with your commander is a protection for your commander so he doesn't leave the board. Yeah. Unless, unless you're playing Vexing Shusher. Auto <gasps> <gasps> gas. Call back to the future? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You ruined it! Oh, no, we're going to have to make You ruined Jimmy's Christmas! <laughs> I'm going for it, Jimmy. Oh, he had to sneak it in today. I know, we didn't even get a one. Not a one. But yeah, Love so, it. yeah. use this. Put put counter spells in this deck. Use those to protect your commander, play, or beat out any other spells. Right. And you can put expensive counter spells in here, too, because you can flip those over and not yeah, have to pay fair. the main account. So, you know, I'm excited about that. The very last card I wanted to talk about is going to take care of in case your commander isn't out, and you have to just play like the plebeians out here. Elvish Piper. Dirty oh. plebes. <laughs> yeah, Elvish Piper is filthy. This yeah. is a. This is also a pet card of your squeak. Sure. You, I've been playing Elvish Piper since played, Prophecy came out. I think when you and I first started playing in like seventh grade. Wait, is this Elvish is, Piper Prophecy or is that Urza's, Urza's Destiny? That Urza's, Urza's Destiny. Block. Okay. So yeah. yeah, I remember pulling an Urza's Destiny card like out of the pack and having this, and I played this in. Call back to the episode that's coming out in the future. Uh-huh. We're doing it again. But no, I used to play this card with an Avatar Might deck early yes. on. It was elf based, it was rat oh, based. Okay. And this back is, back when know, Avatar Might was real yeah, yeah, good. Avatar <laughs> Might, you just didn't have 8 tramplers. It didn't exist. So you would. Well, heck, you would, Sarah Angel apparently wrecked back then. But yeah, so. that also true. But yeah, you'd, I, I grew up cheating this out, and then I but, started building rainbow decks, and I still throw it in anything with green to cheat anything mm-hmm. in your hand out. And even for those playing the games with less expensive creatures. A four drop that then allows you to play any creature in your hand for one yeah. is pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah I love pretty it. pretty amazing. And, and he's also a great distraction on the board. Yes. And and again, it's elf type. So it's so stupid how elves got, <laughs> like the elves have just gotten every single wheel that they could possibly get. They get I know, buffs. slivers mean need more help. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, so one card that I will say that is not budget, but is I think an have to include in this deck is a secondary commander, Riku of Two Reflections. Oh, sure. Has to go in the deck. It's two colorless, or sorry, yeah, two colorless uh, teamer, mm-hmm. blue, red, green. And it basically says, and Squee, you'll like this, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, which if you're doing it, you're doing it for free with yeah. your commander, mm-hmm. you could pay Is It, which is blue, red, copy that spell. Hell Choose yes. new targets. And Hell then yes. 
Whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay Simic, green, blue, and if you do, put a token that's a copy of that creature onto the battlefield. So you're putting things for free out there, and then, so you pay your three right. to put it out, uh-huh. then I'm going to cast it for free yep. and pay two, so you're basically getting double of whatever for five mana. I know, it's gorgeous. It's, I was not, gorgeous. So I was not, disgusting. I was not doing my eye roll at you, Mr. Combo. This card is amazing. I was just looking at the price. This 20 is twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Yeah. I used to, yeah. used to be able to order this entire precon on Amazon for twenty five. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Golly, what a fool I was. Yep. What? Go back uh, no, this is really. I think Riku's cool. He was when when I first started playing Commander. He was like, it was like every fourth deck was a Riku deck, right? And I don't know. I haven't seen a Riku deck in the wild. Maybe I've never ever. seen one. Yeah, like, yeah. and since I started playing more. Six to twelve months ago, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you never really see him out there. I wonder if it's because it's like, huh? That's interesting. Uh, this last February, uh, it was thirteen bucks, and then it just started gradually going Weird. up. Just period. Uh, no sets or nothing. Yeah, it, it just went up. I don't know. Maybe people were thinking it was going to be reprinted in Masters, like Prosh was. No, this is before. This set? is after Masters. Really? So Ultimate Masters came. No, out. not even. Uh, what about Masters twenty five? Uh, I mean, no, it's just been on a slow, slow increase rise. over time. But for the MTG yeah. so basically, the Ultimate yeah. Masters came out in December eighteen. It stayed at thirteen ish dollars, and then March it just started creeping up. It spiked Weird. a little bit at the end of March, and then you know War came out, and it was just still on that up and down, up yeah, and down. Yeah. Then it actually dropped maybe what's that four months, three months after War. And it's just stayed at twenty. Wow! Yeah, very Crazy. weird. Yeah. yeah, who knows? That's cool. So this would oh, be, be a good one. Right. In it. It's, it's something that we literally always say. There's probably some like legacy deck or uh, vintage <laughs> deck or something that you know is taking advantage of it. But the good yeah. news is you can get the oversized non-playable version for two dollars and sixty-seven cents. So another one we'll be hearing about in a week or two is Vizier and the Menagerie would be great in this deck. Mm-hmm. You can then filter through and see yeah you know exactly what the, the mana is to be. put sure. that in an exile yep. and have it available for that's you. fair Love also it. scry is huge in this yes. thing so yeah that's all i had on this deck i think it has a lot of potential i think it's a fun deck to play it's going to be a little bit rough on the ramp but yeah. you know you know it depends on the dollars that you're willing to put into it but other than that i'd like to kick it back to the action four news desk with mr combo and big tech thank you for staying with us and as always remember the great giveaways from cmd tower himself by just interacting with us on social media. I'm not going to say all the stuff anymore. I'm tired of it. Uh, <laughs> but on any social media platform, you type in CMD Tower on one word, you'll find us. Do all the things. You'll really help us out. Uh, you can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can communicate directly with your team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Combo Number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Dear Sweet. Maybe in the future, Big Tuck can finally migrate from using the Pony Express. Oof. <laughs> Paul Revere, coming in hot. <laughs> from your MTG Action 4 news team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.